The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is the division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. In the mortgage industry, being on time is everything, especially when deals are at hand. We've noticed a recent trend in the industry where companies are announcing new initiatives and partnerships which are aimed to save time for their customers. Recently, Mutual of Omaha announced the creation of a distribution channel, which essentially means they're bringing their mortgage products into banks and credit unions. It's a one-stop shop concept for the industry. This is The Principle. I'm Sarah Wolak, staff writer for the Mortgage News Network, and today I'm joined by Daniel Diatigo, who is channel director for Mutual of Omaha. Thanks for joining me today, Dan. Sarah, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me on. So first and foremost, can you tell me a little bit about this new channel? You know, walk me through what it's like. Oh, absolutely. We're excited to talk about this. This is a new channel that Mutual of Omaha Mortgage has designed specifically to meet a market need that we feel has been underserved. Uh, Mutual mortgage services targets banks and credit unions specifically to walk alongside them and give them easier access into the residential lending market. As you know, Sarah, uh, in the past, especially in recent years, costs have been escalating on banks and credit unions. The burden of carrying uh, you know, the, the escalating costs of compliance, um, security, uh, vendor management. This has made this burden very difficult to carry for banks and credit unions who are trying to engage residential lending in a meaningful way. What we've done is we've helped them lower the bar. We're giving them access to our expertise and our activity in the markets, and we're making that available to them in a way that is fairly seamless and gives them the ability to meet their customers and their members where they're at. Right. So is there an additional cost for customers to use this? How does that work? No, um, but let me clarify. Our customers in this channel, this is a B2B channel. Our customers are the banks and the credit unions. What we want to do is we don't want to jump out in front of them. What we want to do is walk beside them and support them. We give them the ability to enter their markets in a way that gives that we give them the advantage of acting as if they've been scaled and been engaged for a long time. Right. So what kind of uh, products are you offering through this channel, you know, for the banks and the credit unions in order to, you know, almost make this like a one stop shop for customers? Yeah, I mean, pretty much every, as you know, Mutual of Omaha Mortgage is present in the space in a very meaningful way. We have a full menu of products and every product that we have available to us, we make available to banks and credit unions as well. Right. And can you talk about what you imagine, you know, the feedback from banks and credit unions will be like, you know, as this starts to become the norm, you know, uh, Rocket Mortgage just uh, partnered with Q2, you know, people are starting to really merge, you know, banking and residential mortgages into one, really. 
Yeah, and that's a good question. And, and I think where we're approaching may be a little bit different. Uh, we're recognizing that there are there are needs on the ground in the space of community banks, um, credit unions with their membership that aren't being addressed in the wider market. You know, the rockets of the world, they're known as a, a national lending platform. You know, they're, they're doing things on a, a grand scale. But if you're a community banker and you're in your community and your third generation customer's daughter has a need to finance her home and walks in, you need to be able to answer that call. And that's what we help customer banks do. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com. Yeah, so you're more focused on the, uh, you know, uh, community, you know, individual needs rather than, you know, national you're more of like a smaller base um to be clear we are in 48 states so we're not geographically restricted but i think our focus is coming alongside the community lenders whether they be credit unions serving their members whether they be um, community banks serving their customer base in a geographical area we're helping them grow up past maybe their own resources. We're giving them the ability to tap our resources to help them compete on a level playing field with the national players and with the big box banks. We're helping them uh, be more competitive for their own customer base. Right. And um, what was the inspiration behind this channel? You know, was there a drive that really pushed a need for this? You know, another good question. The, The dynamics of mortgage lending are changing. I've been in this business for more than 30 years. I think somebody told me once you're not in this business for 30 years, you're in the business one year for 30 times. It's like it continues to reshape and remake itself. And I think as the market started shifting and we started evaluating where is the need on a go forward basis? You know, who who are who are the influencers who are in the trenches able to touch customers in a meaningful way? Uh, we recognize that there's there's a hole, there's an underserved segment in our market. We've been so focused as an industry the last several years on the refis and the internet lending and, and all that's viable and valuable. But there have been some folks that have been left behind. And I think we're looking at those opportunities. And we're saying to the banks who may have been looking into this space and saying, you know, cost of entry, cost to sustain, uh, you know, it's maybe a burden we don't want to take on right now. And we're saying to them, you know, we can help you do that. Right. And how did you guys recognize these underserved spots? Like, was there just like one day you were like, hey, this is, you know, really happening. And I really laud you for uh, finding the underserved spots in the industry because there's sure a lot of them. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. You know, I don't know that it was a it was an aha moment, moment, Sarah. You know, it was a, more an evolution of you know, trying to anticipate what's next and how do we put people into homes, right? Um, and that's our mission. That's our global mission. That's Mutual of Omaha Mortgage's mission. We put people into homes. So how do we do that? Well, we got to find them first, right? Um, and the space that it's very noisy and crowded in, in other ways, other, other procurement methodologies. And we're competitive in all those spaces. Uh, but I think as we started zeroing in and started anticipating the needs of the next generation, it's not all internet-based lending. 
You know, this is the largest transaction that most people will ever make is buying a home. And is even though even though we're more internet savvy, even though we are more automated, at the end of the day, we want to know somebody who has our best interest at heart. We want this to be more of a relationship than a transaction. So we asked ourselves the next question, where does that happen? You know, it happens with community banks. It happens with members of credit unions. And that got us maybe, you know, spinning into the next idea is what are their barriers? Why can't they bring to their customers the same sorts of products that we can bring to the street? Absolutely. And absolutely interesting perspective, you know, trying to plan ahead when you can't really plan ahead in this industry, right? Right. (laughs) You don't need one plan. You need three. And one of them is going to be where you need to be. Right. Absolutely. And I really like that phrase you said about, you know, 30 or 30 years or 31 times, something about that. You know, it it does make a lot of sense. I feel like you live multiple lifetimes. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on today, Daniel. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate the time. And we'll be right back with a word from our sponsor. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Here are your headlines for today, August 31st. Rocket Companies is offering a second round of voluntary buyouts. Chief Administrative Officer Mike Malloy says the second round is offered to select portions of Rocket, but didn't elaborate. He also didn't specify how many employees Rocket is looking to buy out. The FHFA reported that home prices rose 17% in quarter two. Prices are up just 4% from quarter one of this year. Mortgage applications fell for the third straight week. The 30-year fixed mortgage rate increased to nearly 6%, reaching its highest level since mid-July. And finally, Freddie Mac's single-family business announced that its credit risk transfer program reported nearly $6.5 billion in insurance in the second quarter. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.